0: This is a podcast from BFM eighty nine point nine, The Business Station.
1: Shall we begin? <laughs> Expecto Patronum!
0: Detective James Carter yes! loved his job. Just a little too much. You destroyed half a city block. That block was already messed up. And you lost
1: a lot of evidence. You still got a little bit left.
0: But the job got a little too dangerous. Uh, ah! I was about to get his daughter back and you
1: screwed it up.
0: I would like one of my people to help. Now it's time to bring in the master.
1: Please tell me you speak English. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Everybody ah, bitch voice. Oh, hell no. Don't
0: you ever touch a black man's radio, boy. VFM yeah. 89.9, you're listening to pop, cult- pop culture, popcorn culture uh, with Lynn and Arvin, just two buddy cops surviving without their third, <laughs> <laughs> Sharmila Ganesan. Um So, Okay, let me just clear things up. Uh, for the rest of this week, tomorrow we are going to be reviewing Elemental, uh, which is the latest from Pixar. So we thought it would be fun to go back and look at an opposites attract kind of film, uh, and it just so happened that Rush Hour from nineteen ninety eight is twenty five years old, which is just a you know a mind meld in and of itself.
1: The fact that we went with Rush Hour to celebrate Elemental (laughs) is something else, you know? I mean, other than the opposites attract, it's the other end of the the racial spectrum when it comes to comedy and content and production and all that other stuff. Um, So when we decided to throw back to Rush Hour, my immediate reactions were, oh my God, yes, Um, it's been a while, I love the movie. And immediately after that, I was like, oh, uh, but wait, Bad but will joke. you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the mm. second joke and the third joke and the fourth racist joke. Um, and then I think about some of the scenes and I laugh and then I go like, how have those jokes aged? And that's basically how I feel about the movie. Like, it's a very like confusing take because it's such a product of its time. And I think the best worst part is that it's actually progressive Teflon. Um, there are clips from Rush Hour 3 that are still viral on, on TikTok and Instagram today. And no one cares. And I don't know how. So Rush Hour is... Does anyone need the summary? Maybe I'll just do a quick one.
0: Um, essentially, a the Chinese ambassador's daughter uh, gets kidnapped. And in the process of that happening and them trying to recover her, they end up getting a cop that doesn't want a partner from the LAPD to babysit the guy that is coming in from Hong Kong who used to guard the ambassador's family. So the LAPD cop is, of course, chris tucker uh the hong kong cop is of course jackie chan and actually that is the whole story to be honest it's Mm. the fact that you have these two actors doing their thing in this movie the story itself is deeply tropey and irrelevant and i'd actually forgotten most of it when i watched it um even now it's kind of a struggle to retain i don't think anybody really cares what you remember is part of what you heard in the trailer um Jackie Chan doing Jackie Chan things, specific scenes, you know, what is it good for, all of that stuff.
1: No, I think that's like so true because the whole movie is carried by both Jackie Chan and, and Chris Tucker and I forget every time what the story is about. I've seen the movie a bunch of times and every time I watch it, I'm like, wait, where, where did this plot come from? Or where did this character come from? There's the whole thing you mentioned about the kidnapping and there are a couple of gangs involved and there's a whole like, you know, there's there's, the, there's a bit of a mystery element to it. I always forget and none of it matters by the end. Um, I think the movie's like biggest achievement is that Chris Tucker is such an incredibly charismatic, energetic lead And they also somehow managed to sign Jackie Chan to the movie who just needs to move or do something physical to be highly entertaining. Um, And that's it. So you put both of them together and somehow they worked. Uh, They they managed to jive and they had such chemistry on screen. And that's what carries the movie. I honestly don't think anyone cares what the story is. Like the, the plot could be anything And the movie would still work the same way. So
0: one of the fun things about doing throwbacks is that you are looking back to a time before these people were these people. Or sometimes you're watching the movie that made them the stars that they were going to become. And in the case of Rush Hour, look, I'm not going to make the argument that Rush Hour made Jackie Chan a star. I am not stupid Mm. and I am a Malaysian Chinese person and I know better. (laughs) Um, But but I, I don't think it's arguable that it made him a crossover star. So Rush Hour was Jackie Chan's official crossover film. They tried to do a few things before um, but they never really knew what to do with him and Rush Hour kind of gave him that that big boost that has resulted in You know, him being a cowboy and in him being, you know, all the other things that Jackie Chan has since gone on to do in Hollywood. But it was also Chris Tucker's big break in some ways. I mean, he'd already done other things, but he hadn't become a bankable person. And so Rush Hour did those things. And there is, I think, a looseness to the characterization and to the way that they play off each other. That is part of what makes the chemistry work, because... There's a fair amount of racist stuff, which we can talk about yeah. um, in, in The Thing. But even now watching it, I'm like, oh, these two guys are buddies. I, I, there's a part of me that still enjoys watching them play off each other.
1: I mean, the movie is easily one of the most perfectly made buddy cop action comedies ever made, right? And it's surprising because it wasn't even made by a particularly good director. Brett Ratner. Um, yeah, who's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, his, his work isn't like shiny or anything. But the fact that he put this together and made this trilogy is also, it's surprising. I, I, I think it's surprising. Since you mentioned the jokes and the racist humor, I, I have a question. Like, are Chris Tucker's jokes, which are extremely racially driven, are they funny because of the way he says it and because he's making a fool of himself when he says it? And playing off, like, American ignorance and American stereotypes. And that's why you're like, oh, look at him. He's, like, he's goofy. So it leans more to, like, uh, a family guy's South Park sense of humor and not so much to all black and white Hollywood racist <laughs> sense of humor. You, you know what I mean? Yes, like yes. That, there's that divide.
0: There is. Um, I think a part of it is also that... so. Chris Tucker's performance and actually Chris Tucker's jokes, I agree. Like, sometimes there's a... I didn't actually feel uncomfortable watching it. Um, I don't know whether it's because yeah. this is not the first time I'm watching it. And therefore, I, I'm familiar with... I'd forgotten about things like Camel Hump, actually. um, You know, in the middle when he's like, oh, it's Camel Hump. I, I, I'd completely forgotten about that. But... Overall, I feel like the jokes are racial, but it doesn't feel like they're punching down. It does feel like it's Mm. an ignorant American person um, saying ignorant American things. And it helps that Jackie Chan is so physically capable and actually the superior cop in this instance. Like in any given scenario, he is the person who makes the situation feel safe, not Chris Tucker, who we don't actually know if he can fight. So I think that having that dynamic helps even out the playing field a bit.
1: I also felt like it's because Jackie Chan was a bigger star at the time, for us at least, right? So we are more exposed to him and more familiar with uh, Jackie Chan's work. So even looking at him from a behind-the-scenes perspective, of the two, he's he has more of a legend status. Mm. And Chris Tucker's, uh, Chris Tucker's been in a bunch of movies, but he's Chris Tucker. Huh? He's not like a leading man, big action film. And like you said, this is the movie that put him on that pedestal. So even watching it then and him sort of like mouthing off and saying things to Jackie Chan, you're like, at the back of your mind, you know that that's Jackie Chan and the other one's just, just Chris Tucker. <laughs> um, so I don't know if that also lends to the humor. But, but I thought like him saying it like a cartoon would sort of softened the uh, jokes in a way.
0: Yeah, I, I get that. I, I think maybe we should just say it straight up. So did you think that the movie was racist?
1: I thought the movie was racist. Um, some of the jokes were definitely racist. Um, he said, Chris Tucker says Beijing a bunch of times in a very offensive, insulting way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, the connotation is just outright, he means it as a as, a, as an insult. Um but more than that, I thought the music was extremely racist. Okay, like, so like all there's, right, there's no excuse for the score that they had in this movie. Let's talk about Jaki-chan. that. Yeah. Let
0: us talk about that because I actually found, and again, I don't know whether it is the fact that I watched Rush Hour essentially as a kid. Like I really was a kid when it came out, and so there's a part of me that's just like ah ha-ha, This is this still works, you know. I still like watching. A, a slow-talking Chinese man play off against a very fast-talking <laughs> black man. Like, this still works for me. I don't know what it is about the dynamic that that functions and flies. Um, but I had forgotten, or perhaps I never registered, the fact that apparently everybody here is, it's always Chinese New Year, there's always a lion dance. Like, I don't know. The, <laughs> the soundtrack is so deeply just like, prang, and you know, like, <laughs> it's just really horrible. I did not enjoy it. No, it's like
1: if you went on YouTube and you looked for free quote unquote Chinese music. Yes. This is what would show up. Like free downloadable royalty free music. And just hearing that in the, in an in a movie like this, I was like, Yala, okay. That's why it's a product of its time. Um that's why it came out way back when. Uh, yeah, there's no excuse for that. You can, I think, we can sugarcoat the the jokes, and we can explain why Chris Tucker works, and you know how those jokes can still work today, and and explain our way out of those things. There's no excuse for the for the music choices that they made in Rush Hour.
0: So the music, um, the person who scored it was actually Lalo Schifrin, and it's worth mm. pointing out that some of the things he's best known for include uh, the scores for Cool Hand Luke, uh, Enter the Dragon, which I think maybe is. Is where the inspiration came from, um, but then also Dirty Harry, the theme from Mission Impossible. So it's he's somebody who clearly understands um, yeah. the function of good music. I just don't understand. I guess it was the direction, but the watching Rush Hour with the sound on is great because you get to hear Chris <laughs> Tucker, uh, and it's not great because you get you have to hear the the Oriental sounds <laughs>
1: that, that they decide to yeah. go with. Yeah, and you know someone called for it. You know someone's like, yeah, that track. You know someone said Oriental. (laughs) You know someone said Oriental, uh for sure.
0: So we're talking today about Rush Hour, which is, if you can believe it, 25 years old. Uh, Let us know, do you remember watching it? Is it a film that you like or remember enjoying? You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Binge Friendly Movies. BFM 89.9 the business station the fastest hands in the east Wow! meet the biggest mouth in the west
1: just received a threat on the building we ask you please exit the building do not panic you I get the hell out of
0: here come bomb in the building Jackie Chan I can't hold that
1: anymore just hang on man I'll be right back
0: <laughs> Chris Tucker
1: a, take a picture it's okay wait a minute wait a minute rush hour we can hang my crib i will show you my hood what the hell did you just say
0: FM 89.9, you're listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn and Arvin. And together, we are throwing it back to Rush Hour from 1998, which uh, I really cannot believe it's 25 years old. That's actually, yeah. uh, that's an odd one. Um, so we've talked about the uh, uh, story, such as it is. Um, we've talked about how, to a degree, it's aged. I want to bring something up, uh, which is the fact that Jackie Chan has said or Jackie Chan, I suppose, uh, I should say while talking about Rush Hour. Uh, Jackie Chan has said that he doesn't like this movie, that he didn't... um, Yeah, yeah. So when I read this, I thought, oh, we have to talk about this because I read it before I rewatched it. And then when I was rewatching it, I kept watching it through that lens and then I couldn't unsee what he was talking about. So he said that he didn't like this movie because he couldn't understand Chris Tucker. Um, He -hmm. didn't like his... Uh, he didn't like the way he sounded speaking English. Um, and more crucially, he said it just wasn't a, a Jackie Chan film. He's, he, I think he said something to the effect of when you come to a Jackie Chan movie, this is what you get. You get 10 minute takes um, of me doing things, you know, of doing the flips and the, the kung fu and, and all the rest of it. And it's long, uninterrupted takes. This one is like crash, boom, bang. And I couldn't understand Chris Tucker.
1: Oh, that is so interesting. Isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one of my favourite things to watch um, in the Rush Hour world are the, the <laughs> bloopers, are the, are the bloopers for every Rush Hour movie. And maybe I'm thinking about Rush Hour 2 or Rush Hour 3, but you see Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan being like funny around each other and having chemistry and just like joking and, and, and improvising. um, And you see them having so much fun and that always makes me enjoy the movie a lot more. But... It's interesting that you told me that because the one thing I've always wanted more from the first rush hour, especially, is more Jackie Chan physicality. Yes. Or more like an, an uninsured, Hollywood uninsured Jackie Chan doing what he does best, you know, like just letting him loose, uh, letting him move around. I, I wanted to see those action scenes because that's what you get him in a, in a movie, right? Like, why do you sign him? and then tell him not to use his hands and his and his legs to do the things that they do best.
0: So, I was thinking, um, I, I put aside the Chris Tucker thing, because they actually are friends, and I think that um, hmm. Chris Tucker did a fair amount of improv. Um, that might have been why there was a bit of language confusion as well. So, I think the language stuff aside, um, this was Jackie Chan's first lots of talking in English Hollywood films. So, yeah. there is that to, to consider, but... After I realized what he said about this is not really my kind of film, um, I couldn't unsee it because it's true. Um, when you watch the the film, when I think about the movie, I have scenes I remember, right? Like I remember the the pivotal scene where he's sort of hanging up very high. Um, the restaurant scene is famous. The bus scene is famous. The dancing is famous. Like so, I remembered those kind of individual moments, and. Watching it this time, there are very few moments that you actually get to see Jackie Chan do what he specialises in. So, that that peculiar mixture of action and comedy that is expressed fully mm. in his body and in the way that the set pieces play out. It's true that there are a lot of cuts and edits. And suddenly, yeah, it just reframed the way I watched the movie.
1: Actually, watching it this time around, I, I noticed how slow he moves and you're so used to seeing him move fast right even in his even at his age yeah. you're so used to seeing him move fast and and swing hands around and swing his legs around and in this movie he's he looks kind of uncomfortable walking slow or moving <laughs> at the pace that he's walking in and not just saying that i it, it seemed kind of obvious that it was like a deliberate choice to make him move methodically from one scene to the other scene so i i mean like yeah, makes sense. I, I can see it now. Yeah. Also, since we're talking about that, do you have a favourite rush hour? Uh, one, two or three? I think it's two. Same. Mm. It's two for me. And two had more Jackie Chan, right?
0: Two had more Jackie Chan and it had more Jackie Chan-ness. Because it's yeah. one thing to have more of him. It's another thing to actually use him correctly. And I I think um, the other thing, by the way, that rush hour made me think about is how, uh, well, I mean, depending on, on where you are on the spectrum of things. Uh, Jackie Chan's stardom in some cases has taken a hit over the years. Um, you know, there's been more stuff about his personal life. There's been, you know, all sorts of things. But watching watching Rush Hour essentially reminded me of watching Top Gun Maverick in the sense that Maverick's <laughs> a much better movie, but in the sense that some people are stars and regardless of how you might feel about their personal life or regardless about uh, the kind of tarnish potentially that their names have taken over the years. Sometimes it's just a delight in watching stars being stars. It doesn't mean you have to be a fan of theirs, but it does mean that there's just a very good old-fashioned kind of enjoyment that can be had from
1: it. Do you think he was the selling point of this movie? Because he was the star, right? Or or do you think like if, if they didn't get Chris Tucker and they got Jackie Chan... Do you think they could have still made this movie work?
0: I don't know. You know, there is an entire scene <laughs> in a pool hall that <laughs> that <laughs> is is part of the problem. Um, but there is an entire scene in a pool hall that kind of deeply relies on getting a specific type of a specific type of relationship, and I think it did yeah. need a black comedian in order to do it.
1: I think so, also, mm. um, and I think it also needed that sort of effortless chemistry that they have. The the closest modern, modern quote-unquote comparison that I can think of um, is The Rock and Kevin Hart and the partnership that they have. I cannot believe
0: you went there. You,
1: you, you, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I do know they, what you mean. Yeah, they're so naturally comfortable around each other and I think you would have needed something like that in a movie and I think, and I think, I, I want to believe that Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker are naturally comfortable Around each other, based on those bloopers and all that are out there on the the internet, so I don't know. Uh, we've seen Jackie Chan like have chemistry with others, and it didn't really work like you mentioned before. <laughs> Owen Wilson, no no
0: <laughs> not so much um no. so okay, in closing, then uh we've got like a minute left with rush hour um we've th- there's been two, there's been three, there were rumors of four, there were talks of a TV show and every
1: know, year there's a rumor of four.
0: that's the thing. Do you want it or do you not want it?
1: No. Unless they can acknowledge that the characters have grown and they can make jokes that have evolved and they acknowledge it openly, then yes. But otherwise, if they're going to try to, I don't know, recapture that old sense of humor, then I I don't think that's going to work. Because they'd have to be safe and, you know.
0: I want to revisit this conversation after we watch Indiana Jones. I feel like I'll have a clearer answer <laughs> about how I feel watching very much older people go back to to the roles that they originated. Um, but anyways, we've been talking about rush hour. Let us know. Have you ever re-watched it? Um, you know, do you like it? Do you like it as a film? You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM radio, and write to us at movies at bfm.my.